Hello, quick note before we start the episode, I want to say this is, this was originally uploaded to our Patreon as early release, um, whatever this is, I will say it later when the actual episode starts, but, um, if you would like to see the rest of the episodes way before they come out publicly, you can subscribe to our Patreon, they're, they're available to all tiers, um, there's two more to come, so far there have been two that have come out, uh, please enjoy. everyone and welcome back to records of the undercity the four-part interview series that we're doing with the cast of echoes of the undercity episode two damn (laughs) this one is with martina hi martina hello hi and we're going to talk about the artwork the visual artwork that is because the music was just as much art absolutely hell yeah (laughs) Hi, Martina. How are you doing? Did I already ask that? No, you you didn't. Uh, I'm doing good. It, That's it's good. it's That's warm good. as fuck today. <laughs> oh, it is. Same here. Same oh. here. So, the art. I, just to jump into it, just to have mm-hmm. some sort of segue, I'm going to ask the same thing I asked Dylan, even though it's a really silly question to ask and there's no need to it. At what point did you know you wanted to do art for the show? Oh, for the show? As soon as I joined? <laughs> Yeah, if I, remember, That's what I said. if I remember correctly, um, when Rio first like had the idea of having a podcast, and she was like, "Oh, who wants to be part of this podcast that I want to make?" I, I, in my message to her, I was like, "I will do art if you let me be on the show." <laughs> that is my pain. That is my, yeah. That is my. I was like, "Listen, I have special qualifications. <laughs> I have things to offer." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, pretty um, much immediately. What? Which one is your favorite? So we have the Saprophyte mm-hmm. title art, we have the Encore title art, and we have two background art thingies yeah. for both seasons as well. Which one of those is your favorite? You can choose one from each category or what, or one overarching favorite. Uh, I think my favorite of all of them is definitely the Saprophyte mm, art. Good choice, good choice. Ah, uh, that one is just like, it, it's just such, it, the process behind it was so chaotic and it turned out looking like so good. Well, speaking of the process behind it. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about it. Tell me the exact, the very, very first steps of making the Saprophyte art, which if people don't remember, is the green one with the little, the creature in the middle, and there's, uh, is there bubbles? Yeah, there's like light, there's shining bubbles. ghost lights and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's kind of a funny story how that like ghost thing happened, the, the little thing in the middle. We I we call them echoes in like the, the writer's room or whatever. The lore. Yeah, the, the lore. Because initially, whenever I make stuff, I always like, I have aphantasia. Which is basically an inability to imagine things in the mind. So whenever I do artwork, I always... I I can't, like, see the artwork in my mind before I start making it. It's always just, like... I can can have other stimulus, like, listening to songs and being like, Oh, I want the artwork to be like that song or, like, emotions and, like, feelings and stuff. 
but I can't actually visualize anything. So when, I, when I'm not sure, like, what I want to put in something, I'll usually just put a placeholder. Like, be like, there's supposed to be an object here, just so I can get the composition to work, since I can't, like, visualize anything. Uh, so that's what, that's originally what that little horned ghost thing from the Saprophyte art was. It was... Okay. I knew I wanted to put, like, something resembling a deer there, but I didn't really know what it was going to look like, and I didn't know how to draw a deer, so I just kind of made, like, a ghost with horns, and, and then I was like, P- this is a, a, a placeholder, but what do you think about, like, the composition of this artwork? And then everyone immediately were like, Good. Also, don't change the ghost, please. <laughs> Good. Um, also, keep the ghost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was. I was like, oh, this is just like a little thing. I was. I'm gonna make it more complex. And everyone was like, how about you don't? <laughs> <laughs> we love the ghost. Yeah, and the way that I generally make the title arts is I'll I'll make like I'll I'll talk to whoever's GMing that season and be like, okay, what kind of thing should be on the title art? What's gonna represent your arc? And then I'll make one to three like prototype pictures, where it's it's like uh, something along this line or this line or this line, and then like they get to choose and they get to make edits and stuff to the sketch before I actually start. So that's what the ghost was. So it was a prototype, and then everyone liked it so much, I just kind of kept it. Yeah. Is that? Did I answer the question? What was the question? <laughs> uh, the very first steps of. I guess that uh... was kind of the first step. I can go into, like, the process of making the art, too, because that was also, like, a, a whole thing. It's kind of funny to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I, we're trying to talk about. I wanted to have the, the, the title art done before we started recording for some reason. <laughs> I don't remember why I wanted that, but I think I wanted to, like, have an idea of, like, Saprophyte before they actually we started playing. And also, like, three days before we started, we were set to record the very first thing, I had exams, like, finals. So I had a window of, what, like, three days to make that art. And it was also, that was the first time I ever did digital art, because I had literally gotten a drawing pad because of COVID restrictions, not making it so that I couldn't use my public library, the, the scanner in my public library, to scan my traditional art. So, yeah, it was kind of chaotic but i'm very happy with like how it turned out in the end that's what why it's my favorite really because the story is just so fucking wild i'm actually scrolling up all our old messages and seeing that and i completely forgot about this that you sent watercolor and pencil sketches of your first ideas yeah. and you did send so we're gonna upload these to patreon and if everybody if everybody checks the image called image one yeah <laughs> Um, you will see that there's three different versions, three different sort of ideas of what it could be. Yeah. And do you have any memories of which one you were hoping for to be picked? The thing was, I I had, like, the vaguest idea of what you're supposed to do for, like, title art. I I knew it was supposed to be, like, very recognizable, silhouette, supposed to be scaled up and down really easily and stuff like that. Uh, I think my favorite one was the third one, the bottom one with the little guy just sitting. That kind of looks like a like a fisher person to me. I think it was I wanted it was supposed to be a forest, like it was supposed to be like some an adventurer sitting in a forest grove or something. Right. I think I remember that one because, like I said, uh, Aphantasia or whatever. I always get like really 
strong. Often when I come up with artwork, it's because I listen to music. And that one had like a really strong musical association in my mind that I really liked. Uh, I'm glad we went with the second one because it is, it's kind of like simple composition wise, which was really good for me because as I said, I had just started doing digital art when I, when I made it. And it made it like pretty easy to like get comfortable and, and make make something that looked good and wasn't too complicated. Also, I remember thinking the first top one was boring, but probably the best one in terms of like technically, because it has such like a simple... Like I thought it'd make a really good title art because it's like you see what it is immediately. Right. And it has like stronger ties to the arc. Because we knew at that point Rio had sent like mood boards of what was going to be in the art and uh, arc and... Uh, mushrooms were heavily featured, uh, and I love me some mushrooms. So the next thing, I, the next part of the process that I remember is choosing bubbles or no bubbles. Oh right, but yeah. Do you remember <laughs> anything specific before that? I remember that you were downvoted. <laughs> Uh, no, um, I think for the most part, you guys were really involved in choosing the general look, like which of the sketches we should go with, and choosing the color scheme. I remember we had a lot of different ideas about, oh, should it be blue or should it be, like, red? Yes, yes. In the background and stuff, like, that was the whole thing. We had a vote about which color it should be. Uh, and there are some, there are some sketches for different colors that I made also. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember we had a whole thing about if it should be dark or light, which mm -hmm. uh, I know that there's a sketch here somewhere where I made the entire title art in with with a really like ghostly pale white background in with um, watercolor. I have it. Yeah, I I found it because I really believed in that. I thought that was gonna look so cool. Uh, I'm glad we didn't go with it, but I at the time I was like, oh, it's gonna be so good. That's the best option. So that's why I I made a whole thing about it. So if y'all please check image number two, that is what we're talking about. So that that was like a whole that's a that's a vote that I got downvoted in. And then when we came, when I had already done most of the work, it was just a question of whether or not there should be light bubbles around yes. the ghost. And that's where you got downvoted, because you wanted no <laughs> bubbles. I Everyone else wanted bubbles. <laughs> so, what my thinking was, first of all, the bubbles do look great. Like, I never disliked the bubbles. I think the green is wonderful, and it looks great. But what my thinking was, was that the bubbles really seemed, or sorry, the, the no bubbles really seemed, make, made it seem like you're just sort of walking through the forest and then you turn your head and you make eye contact with this random creature. While the bubbles make it seem like you're walking through the forest and something catches your eye and you walk towards the light and you notice this actual thing that is happening. And I really liked the vibe of you just making eye contact with this weird creature and just being like, oh, uh. <laughs> I, did you see? You you have the Nova Bubbles one still, right? It's on Patreon. We uploaded both versions on Patreon. Oh, it is? Oh, cool. Yeah. Why would it be a Records of the Undercity episode without a note from future Joey? No, it would not. So I just want to say it is not actually on our Patreon, but it is now. Uh, it is check image number three, it should be, I'm pretty sure. And um, that's the No Bubbles version of the Sabrified art. Um, back to the show. Again, just the same thing I said. And it is also on our Discord, so I'm looking at it right now. All right, hell yeah. That's also, because, like, I I was bad at Clip Studio Paint when I made this, and I managed to, like, lose all of the original uh, work in proje progress files, 
which yeah. includes the no bubble one. So the only copy that survives is the one that you saved because you preferred it to uh, to with bubbles. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I also managed to, like, just... Because I, I didn't realize that you had to save us both a clip paint file so you could actually save the layers and actually make edits and as a JPEG so that you'd have a high-resolution version that you could actually use for things. Mm. Um, I just saved it as a JPEG, which was a foolishness on my part, but it's not a whole lot we can do about that now. Also, one other thing I love about the Saprophyte arc is that if we wanted to make that like an icon for the, the for our socials, we could easily just zoom into the head, the, the the face part of the creature. Yeah. And that would still look pretty cool. That was kind of the idea with like the Saprophyte art was that I wanted something that could be rescaled a lot because I remember we were talking about, oh, we can have this as like a YouTube video thing and we can have it as a tiny little Twitter icon and I wanted something that would be easy to scale up and down. Uh, since we already had that for Saprophyte, I didn't do really the same thing with the the Encore. That I just kind of like did whatever I wanted with that one, since I knew we already had like something that could be easily scaled. Speaking of, let's move on to the Encore art. So hell yeah, Encore was my season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had a lot of input on it. So tell me about the very very first stages of making it. Well. At that point, I think we decided somewhere around Saprophyte that every arc would have, like, a little ghost friend on it. Uh, a little echo. Called an echo. Yeah, yeah, a little echo. And we had the idea that they'd all be themed after one of the domains from Heart the City Beneath. Oh, is that what we decided? Yes! <laughs> that is what we decided. That is what we decided, yeah. <laughs> I have no memory of that. <laughs> uh, so, fun game for all y'all patrons to get this info, inside knowledge, is go through and try to figure out what domain everything is from. I don't think that's very hard. They're all pretty obvious. But the Saprophyte one was obviously wild. That's why it had, like, the horns and the forest motif. And for the Encore... I, I asked you when the Encore started, which domain should this be? And then we had a discussion about it. I remember this. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so for the Encore one, we decided we'd have... Um, I think it was Desolate? Oh, Desolate, 100%. Yeah. Desolate is what so, it is. So for that one, I was like, oh, okay, what kind of characteristics are, are Desolate? And that's why it has kind of this death touch where it like touches the tree and the tree goes dark and it has a mask on because it like it's like unfeeling and like lonely and shit and also uh just i think part like the circus motif was fun i remember you told me that you wanted a circus mm -hmm. uh so all of the options for encore are something to do with a circus also yeah so i'm looking at image four here and you also similarly sent three different versions of uh, what do you call the circus art ideas? I'm. Which one did we? Is it one or two? Which one did we go with? We got. We went with the middle version. Uh, but we updated the middle version a lot. Right. Oh yeah, the middle. It it changed a lot because you. I think you said, oh, it should be the middle version. But that I like the tent from the top version. I want the tent, and that's kind of why I make these because it's like all of them kind of uh, explore different ideas that are related to the arc, and the idea then is that it'll, it'll make it easier to like find the perfect one. I remember this one, I, I was really hoping that the third one would win, the one at the bottom with like the... I, th I think it was an echo that was like inside a tent, just as a shadow oh. with like the tent curtains on the outside. Uh, and I thought that was a really cool concept, but I 
I do like the one that we did, because I think that would probably have ended up looking a bit too much like the Saprophyte one, and I do want them to be, like, distinct from each other, so. Yeah, I had, I mean, there's not even a, not even a point in going through every single feedback and oh, no. <laughs> point I gave in this, because it was so much, like, I, like I, you would send me a, a work in progress, and I'd be like, can you make this, like, two degrees to the left. Hey, can you make this, like, slightly more leaning or slightly more <laughs> we should straight? We should talk about the Ferris wheel, though. Oh, the Ferris wheel we will talk about. Yeah, because at the beginning, when I had, like, made... When I when I made the concept for the Encore art, it had a Ferris wheel in the background. Like, one of those, like, Carnival Ferris wheels. And we had we went back and forth on whether or not we should keep that Ferris wheel in the art so much. I think it, it, we ended up removing it because you wanted the 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 you wanted it to yeah. Look- so let's talk about that. So eventually, one of the final versions, but not the final version, came with way more stuff in the background, way more tents and a big Ferris wheel. Yeah, it was like three more tents, I think. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at one of the works in progress you have here, and there's a lot of like trees and tents and a big ferris wheel in the back like and and at first i did like it mm-hmm. at first i looked at it and i mostly like loved it absolutely of course but i knew that there was something off and i knew what was off i knew there was just too much stuff so we got on vc and we just for like a couple of hours we just kept more moving more and more stuff from the back. Yeah. Just gradually until there was almost nothing left. Like at first we removed the trees, then we made the Ferris wheel either closer or farther away. I don't know, probably closer. And then Yeah, we moved it closer. And then slowly but surely we ended up with like one tent, a couple of booths, and like the little t- t- uh, teacup thingy. Yeah. Teacup ride. Teacup ride. Because, like, the way I really wanted it to feel like is a random fucked up circus in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. And if you look at image, let's let's say, what are we on? I think it's if we're on four, I think. Four. We've had four or we're on, we're about no, to we're have on four. four. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to say image five just to be safe. Uh, <laughs> if we skip four, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> if we skip four, sorry, sorry image four, whoever you are. Um, <laughs> if you look at image five and six, the difference between a bunch of stuff in the back and then there's nothing in the back, specifically in image number six, now, that's basically the final version of the Encore art, image number six. There's just a triangle of empty space in the right, on the right side. <laughs> and that triangle of empty space, aka you see like all the ground in far, in the far distance with nothing on it, nothing yeah. in the, hori- on the horizon. And that just really filled me with all the vibes that I wanted. And it just felt so perfect. Yeah, I had like I had I had the almost exactly the opposite idea in mind for when when I imagined this title art. So I imagined it'd be like kind of like a huge bustling thing that was completely empty. So I, I we didn't realize that we went in with the com- like complete opposite views on on it when <laughs> when the art started. Yeah. But yeah, we 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 found a middle ground and it was really cool. And I mean, removing things is, means less work for me, so I wasn't complaining. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'd already done the work, so not really. We were just deleting things you'd already drawn. Well, I I hadn't shaded anything. I just like I just deleted the unshaded part. Shading is like ninety percent of digital art. <laughs> true, true. 
I can I just say I absolutely loved having like working on it with you and VC and just being like a director <laughs> as you fixed things or changed things. Hell yeah, I'm glad it was. It was a lot of fun. I remember I got yelled at by one of the people I because li- I lived in the dorm at the time and I got yelled at by someone because I was up at one a.m. like talking about Ferris wheels super loudly and she was trying to sleep. <laughs> Okay, so I think I can't think of anything else to talk about the title art. So let's move on to the banner art. So uh, we should probably have done sacrifice first, and then, but whatever. Uh. So the sacrifice banner art, aka the two little creatures, the the two two echoes looking out into the distance. Tell me about that, because I really have I didn't have any any input into that. I don't remember, except for like small things. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I I think it was uh, that was that one was mainly me because at that, at that point everyone had been super involved and invested in like the title art and we had had like oh a bunch of different sketches and and things and by the time the banner art came the ep- first episode had already been shot and I think uploaded maybe possibly probably but at very least it very least it had been like shot and had begun editing and everyone was kind of burnt out on micromanaging the art of the show I think so everyone was just like kind of hands off and I remember I had initially an idea because at initially I didn't really want to update the banner art for each subsequent arc but I also had this idea of Essentially what we got, except instead of the two echoes, it would be, like, the sacrifice party, like, walking down, like, the, the, the image. Okay. Uh, that was, like, my original plan for, for that art. I think it, it just kind of, I just thought it would look cool. I didn't really have that much justification. But I wasn't sold on it, because it would mean that, you know, either it would become outdated when sacrifice ended, which we had already decided that the arcs wouldn't be that long. So it would either it would become really outdated really quickly, or I'd have to make a new one for each subsequent arc, which I did end up doing out of interest. But that's another idea. At the time, I thought, okay, let me just do one banner art, and that's going to be our banner art. So I don't remember whose idea it was to make the put the echoes there instead. Uh, I do remember I I was really excited to like make more echoes because. They are really fun to design. Uh, I think it's because they're so simple. Like, and and you have these like kind of themes that are kind of they're themes, but they're very loose themes. Like, what does cursed mean, or what does like Warren or technology mean for like an Echo or like Haven? Like, you, there's a lot of wiggle room there. Uh, so I, I had a lot of fun designing the new Echoes, uh, and then yeah, and then I just. I just kind of put it together. I remember we had a lot of trouble with the lighting of that one. I hadn't really composed it very well. I didn't really know what I was doing with, like, Clip Studio Paint. I mean, I say that as if I do now, but I, I had even less of an idea what I was you doing. You definitely do way more of an idea I, now. I, I have way more of an idea now, yeah. For example, you make uh, layers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I always made layers. Now I just remember to, like, number them and, and name them. I one would say if 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 one would were to look at my clip studio art files that I make way too many layers. <laughs> one could say that, and one will say that. I will say that. I think when we were this is skipping ahead of it, but I think the encore one has like two hundred layers or something stupid like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember we were playing around a ton with like the lighting and trying to like make sure that the background didn't like blend together because of all the different layers that had different colors and I hadn't figured out what uh, how to do overlays yet at that point 
So, <laughs> uh, I, that didn't happen until midway through Cyber Fight. So I, I, I didn't know that you could use overlays to kind of tie your whole composition together. So that was a lot of manual work of me adjusting like the color values and stuff to make it look somewhat, somewhat coherent. I, th I think that's about it for the Cyber Fight banner. Okay, so let's move on to the Encore banner, which... I personally have way more to talk about. Yeah. Because, <laughs> my god. <laughs> that was also a dual project. <laughs> that was a dual project, and I, we moved that little guy's uh, yeah. joints around. Yeah, we did. So oh my god. I will, so what I'll do is, um, I guess uh, the best way to do this, because I was scrolling through all the work in progress, things of the encore banner and there's so many of them and instead of uploading a million images i'll make a pdf of everything with like numbering oh that's smart next. that's smart yeah. yeah that's kind of fun actually i'd be interested in seeing that like seeing how it like evolved absolutely oh, that's and cool. if you scroll down that you will see just a million different yeah. sketches <laughs> you wanted, with, like you wanted it to have like six arms at one point i'm pretty sure <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know. I I wanted a lot of things. It was yeah. <laughs> like I was like, hey, can you move the arm slightly to the right? Hey, can you make it look? I was like describing you think you things, and you were like, how the fuck do I make that happen? <laughs> yeah, that one was really tricky for me with whole, the whole Aphantasia thing because um, I basically can't draw humans, and either it's from muscle memory or it's from um, references. Mm -hmm. Like, I can, I can draw a person that stands with, like, no complex movement of the limbs or anything, because, like, I, at muscle memory, my arm knows how to do that now. Yeah. Um, and what I wanted was the for the creature to, that pose. to hang from the ceiling in a very specific way. Let's just say it was difficult <laughs> to find references <laughs> that replicated that. Um, you did, though. You found a very good I reference. did, yeah. There was this one picture of a climber that I found on Google Images that we used. I remember that. It was, like, someone, like, climbing on a on a climbing wall, hanging upside down. I don't think we should include it in the Patreon, because it might not be, like, a... It might be a private photo. I have no idea. I just found it on Google Images. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you can find references for the wildest shit if you look hard enough. And I've, I've become very good at looking at references over the years. Oh, here's actually a message that I wrote before I had done the uh, banner art for the second banner, which says, uh, By the way, the thoughts I have regarding the second banner are as follows. Remission tunnels for sure, and I want the Echo to have at minimum four arms and glowy white eyes and be climbing the walls like a Ghibli creature. <laughs> Is that a message from you? It's a message from me, yeah. That was before I had started to... That was before I had made a sketch, I think. And then you immediately were like, Oh, yes, that's good. But can you do it more fucked up? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. What I said was, Oh, what if it's climbing, but like it looks like it's glued and hanging off really limp. And I was like... Thanks. Do you have a reference for that? <laughs> yeah, I had a lot, a lot of expectations, a lot of ideas. Sometimes too many ideas, and then <laughs> I, I see. I said also here, and maybe its head is really twisty, twisty, and looking directly at us. So again, that was good though. That one, that was a great idea. I think it's very. You can immediately tell like the difference between what was it, Aphantasia? What is it again? Aphantasia, yeah. Aphantasia. How I have, I don't have it, and you have it. And it's like yeah. I could, I, in my head, I could just like immediately visualize what I wanted yeah. very specifically. And I was like, ah. 
Uh, do you want to draw it? <laughs> do you know what the fuck I'm supposed to do here? Yeah. yeah. Anything else to talk about the banner? Uh, oh, the, the disappearing hands thing. That was fun. That was your idea. Oh my I god, think. yes. Literally, obviously. Uh, literally most of the process is still left to talk about. Yeah. So one of my favorite parts of the art that is basically not noticeable most of the time is the fact that the creature is invisible in light and visible in dark. And the way we made that, and also it sort of leaves handprints because it's sort of weird goop yeah, just, it's just kind dripping of... off of it at all times. Like I said, fucked up Ghibli creature. If anyone's seen Ghibli movies, they, they love their black weird goop. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So we did that. And it leaves handprints, and the handprints also become invisible in the light, just like it. And... We made we made this appear that way by having the handprint sort of gradually get lighter and less visible the more the train's light hit it. I remember those handprints were actually kind of not a reference, but Encore came out in October, I think. I don't remember. Encore came out, or at least we talked about it in October, because October, I mean, I was doing Inktober. It would have been sometime after summer, because I remember I had COVID yeah, yeah. during summer, and that's why it got delayed so much. Yeah, I remember at least the banner art, I was working on the banner art during o October, because I was doing this, I mean, most people probably know what Inktober is, but just in, in case you don't, it's like an art challenge where you do... You find a prompt list and you make prompts every day for the entirety of the month of October. Well, not prompts, but art. Yeah, you make art based on the prompts for every... Yeah. And the first one I did, which I we can... I do have that book here, so I, I can take a photo and we can pu publish that if you want. It was a crystal wall that had a bunch of weird handprints on it. And I have no idea. Mm. I don't remember what the prompt was for that. Uh, but I remember being like, oh, hey, walls with handprints on it. That that's a very like cool visual. Mm -hmm. We should you we should reuse that for like the encore art. And then when I had already made the handprints, you came in and you were like, "Oh, what if it's like disappearing in the light? And like, what if they become gradually less visible the mm -hmm. more light is shined on them?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's such a shame that people just genuinely don't notice it. The one thing I'll say about, so we made TikToks recently, started like clipping parts of our episodes to upload on TikTok, and what I use for visuals is the banner art or the title art. And I used this band, the Encore banner art, for two of them recently, and they sort of slide from left to right. And because they slide from left to right slowly, you get time to look at things. You have more mm -hmm. time to look at things. And that's sort of my what was like, as I was making it, I was like, oh, ulterior motive. People will maybe notice the disappearing hand more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also the, the detail of the lights from the train and the eyes being this, basically the same. Yeah, the same kind the same. of style. Yeah. And that I think is very cool. We can as talk. Well. We had a I, we had an in universe reason for. Like, I remember that that was I was I was doing that, and then you were like, "They look the same. That's weird." And I was like, "No, but listen to this." And it was like the most fucking out there, big brain thing ever. Um, the idea was that echoes kind of adapt to the environment that they live in. They kind of take after visually, like the things that happen around them, which is why the forest echo has horns, like deer, and the. Circus Echo has, like, a uh, bunch of circus stuff on it. Uh, and so this one had kind of adapted after trains. 
to have the glowing light eyes that looked like train lights. That was kind of the idea with that. That I is mean, very cool. I mean, it was like, that's why I did it, but it, visually it's really just because it's a visual reference. It looks cool, yeah. <laughs> it looks to cool, me, yeah. So to me, in my head, the re- it's less that they adapt, at least the lore to me in my head, is that the less they, they adapt and more... Well, one, echoes can just appear just like that, or yeah. people can turn into echoes for me. And Ooh. they sort of just... It's like they're created from their environment, you know? The the kind of echo they become is dictated by the environment they turn into an echo in. Oh, yeah. And it's it's less that they adapt or something. Mm -hmm, But but yeah. Yeah, it's the the canon with this this show and this world is kind of loose. It's kind of up to whoever's the GM at the time. Absolutely. There could be several answers. Put your answer below to why echoes (laughs) look the way it does. (laughs) They don't. Any other part you want to specifically talk about? Uh, That uh, the 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 clip studio the clip studio paint file for that one in particular because of all the different shadows is uh, an absolute train wreck pun not intended <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it I remember was, it was oh god it was bad <laughs> yeah I think one other thing I want to talk about even though it's neither title art nor banner art Ooh. is a little social media thing oh yeah <laughs> yes that we just put an insane amount of effort into basically the same amount of effort that we would put into a title alert uh-huh. well me well that I'm one sure was a little less... that one was a little more like evenly split because you had to write the thing uh, and also there was less <laughs> actual like art art to do for it yeah it was way but... easier for me <laughs> yeah that's what i was trying to say mm. but so it's called delver's digest and we made this sort of made up page of a new headline page the of newspaper, a newspaper yeah. from the world of heart it was sort of half from the world of heart half just updates for our podcast yeah and it is one of the coolest things we've ever made and it was like for one post and people will never see it again yeah and that's just sort of how things go but that was that was in between the arcs right like it was like to explain like what was happening what would like that was like to announce encore and to be like the podcast coming back it had the worst pun in the world on it. Yes, so it was made to announce that we're back from hiatus and we're I mean, the new the new season is coming out soon. We had a section with about that that I wrote like, oh, as of November second, oh November. Oh, there's the mem- yeah, yeah, October. You said October, but November second. I mean, that's basically well, yeah, that's because I was working on it in October since it came out in November. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's like a an actual like newspaper article style article. And there actually this couple, there's one, two, and then a third one which is like a short the thing from the world of heart, like Goran attacked by bees in parentheses again. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> that was the best part of that, was coming up with the joke articles. I, I, I don't remember if that actually made it in, but I do remember at one point something to do with bees, and then we asked our local bee expert, and they were like, the bees are doing a good job. <laughs> it's the, the What did make it in is, and then an anonymous expert claims, if the bees have decided to attack, then they probably had a good reason. Yeah, They funny. have my full support. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that just really amused me. That I love. My absolute favorite part of this, though, is Carmina's hyper-realistic animal plushies. Yeah. The ad. Because, for one, you made brand new art for it. The little winking Carmina em- uh, emote. 
And two, we just had just the the different fonts, the <laughs> call two 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 Carmina very loudly in the market yeah. near you, the sort of like word play with like call except it's call out shout out you know and just the i just love it so much it's just so silly and fun i also love the the realistic skeleton hand yes that one took way too much fucking effort it was just i was like oh i didn't know what a newspaper looked like again uh aphantasia so I had to Google old newspapers to know, like, what it would look like. And then all yeah. of them had this little pointy hand for some reason at the at the top. And I was like, well, is there a way that I can make that more fucked up and hearty? Oh, I know. I'll make it a skeleton hand. And mm-hmm. then it took literally hours to make the skeleton Gosh. hand because skeletons yeah. are hard to draw. <laughs> and hands are hard to draw. That's, yeah. like, the worst part of the body to draw. So that... That one is really funny. And then you made like a more cartoony, cutesy version of the Echo from the Encore art with the scarf going on. That one was really the that, that was that oh, one too. I what? just realized we used Bilbo ink for Delver's di- the the title. That was yeah. Delver's that's that's digest. that's how that came. Like that's like kind yes. of where, where we made. That's, so, yeah. B- Bilbo Ink is a font that we specifically sat down, we had, like, a meeting, and we searched. We wanted to find a font that we can use for things like this. And it's called Bilbo Ink. I'll leave a link in the description. And it is, yeah. a f- I-, I think it's a very cool font that I've used in, in, in for the TikToks already as well. Yeah. And, um... I just really like it, I think. It's yeah. nice, yeah. Is there any other art that you specifically want to talk about that you especially like? I can just, like... I, I mean, I, I'm i really happy with all of the character art that I made for uh, Saprophyte. The four, four art pieces, like, the whole thing, just mainly because they took a lot of work. And yeah. I think they are very cool. Not sure if there's very much to talk about, other than the fact that I somehow managed to like all of them, except for mine... <laughs> The one that's on oh. silver. That was my least favorite rip. <laughs> Honestly, same. Yeah, I know. It's 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 kind of wonky. It's it's and that, that's another and a fucking Aventasia. Aventasia moment too. Because when I was imagining that in my head, I had a song for it, and I had the vaguest idea of what it would look like. And then I just it was just impossible to get the vibes that I had in my brain onto the paper to the point where I had, I think I had five sketches. And then at the end I was like, I just have to pick one of these and just go because it's going to take forever. Otherwise I'm never going to get done. Uh, So it it ended up being almost, it was like very different from how I had imagined it when I had first imagined the composition. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a shame. I think I should have kept working on it because I think the composition is like the main problem with that one. There was just too much stuff in the frame and it just got way too cluttered. But yeah, I'm, I'm, Overall, still really happy with all of the uh, the the character arts for Encore. The read, yeah, the read character art is still an amazing. Oh, the read amazing. one is the best one. Yeah, the read one is the best one. The read amazing. one is absolutely the prettiest one. I that's the one that I keep like whenever someone asks me for a sample of my art, I give them the read one, and then I give them one that I made myself, and that's like on my social media. Oh, I'm I didn't even make it, and somehow I'm flattered for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I, even... I think that it's just. Because, like, I like, I really like drawing forests. Forests are my favorite thing to draw, and mushrooms are my favorite thing to draw, because I fucking love mushrooms. Yeah, and also there was a bunch of little creatures, and then me in the middle of what I do, and with, like, my 
what was I like a book or like a potion? Or you what? had. I, don't I think you had a. You were trying to like you were pouring a potion on a mushroom, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe. I, maybe something that that one yeah. is on the social media for encore, or for yeah. supper fights. So if if y'all want high res versions of the character arts that I'm talking about right now, too, it is up here on Patreon. Though it's not available to every patron for the yeah. people who get high res artwork. Yeah. I also like the Amber one because Dylan ended up referencing it a bunch like in the actual show which was, which was cool. Like he was like, "Oh, the crest that's in the artwork." And I was like, "Oh." Well, it seems we have exhausted everything we could possibly talk about regarding the visual artwork. Hell yeah. I love it all. You're great. Your work is great. I have loved every time I get, I get I've gotten to work with you on these things, especially Delver's Digest. <laughs> That God. is just so, fun. so, so, so it fun. was so fun. Uh, uh, that should be what you show people. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, I would, but... except you you wrote it, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't take all the credit. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this has been very fun talking to you. It has, yeah. Would you like to do the outro? Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of Records of the Undercity. Thank you so much, Joey, for hosting. This was so fun. You're a great uh, interviewer. Thank you. Uh, And I hope that this has been fun and also informative for all of you listening. Uh, I'm assuming that everyone who uses our patron knows our social media and stuff, because y'all are patrons. Uh, but just a massive thank you to everyone for actually being patrons and supporting us. And Absolutely. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. And it's been so, super fun. Uh, we look forward to making more fun stuff for you to enjoy. Oh, and, and also thank you to Rowan Rook and Deckard for making Heart because it's a fun game and it's a fun game to draw. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And don't forget to leave a rating and stuff. Yay! Leave things. Not here, though, because we can't leave ratings on Patreon. <laughs> I guess you can leave a comment saying how great we are, sure. Yeah, leave, leave a comment talking about how you think an echo is created. Please. I'd love to read them. Well, that's it. Bye! Bye!